What up, Titans? This is old Titans. I'm I'm Titan Matt, and this is B Man Titan. What's going on in here? I I'm just doing the show. You were gone a long time, man. We ha- I needed a replacement. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh, the, he you, signed you me stay. to a two-year deal. I'm I not going anywhere. Okay, you can stay, <laughs> but I don't believe this. All right, now this really is the old Titans, and this really is an old titan versus that young whippersnapper that you heard just a moment ago this is john paul the co-creator executive producer writer editor sound chief the one and only b-man oh that was shorter than last time (laughs) i I, I panicked oh okay and uh, i'm hard at work matt i didn't realize he was so important yeah he's he's you know the the be-all end-all of and the nearest Targaryen of... Uh, I feel like I should have came up with a bunch of meaningless titles before I came home. Oh, I, I have a bunch actually saved up. I just... I knew you wanted to be here. And yeah, man, I appreciate you having me on. You're saving some time there so you could... Exactly. We have a lot to talk about today, so okay, yeah, we're good. All right, well, let's get right into it with the B-Man question of the week from last time. I just forgot. What, oh, I am right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you were cast as a superhero, do you have a timeline of how long you want to be that hero? You have right. like interested to be like one or two movies... Ten movies, ten years. Like, am I trying to preserve my career? Yeah. I get typecast, all those kind of things. Right. And I can pick whichever hero it is. Right. It's not like being, yeah. I'm cast as, I don't know, Darkhawk or something weird like that. Darkhawk is great, by the way. But yeah, I, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm picking something that, you know, that's cool. I don't know if anybody really wants to be that for the rest of their lives. I don't even know what that is. So. It's a Marvel character that. Through the 90s, they came up with these bunch of characters that kept releasing, and he was one of them. Actually, the only reason I thought of it is Comic Book Man this past week. They were talking about you know buying multiple number one issues of different things, and one of them was ne- one of the um, crew there that works at the Secret Stash had never got into buying multiple copies. He just always bought the one copy of whatever he's buying, and finally um, Kevin Smith convinced him he should start buying multiple number ones. And the first one he did was Dark Hawk, and then they all <laughs> laugh at him. And you know, are they re- released it recently or no? No, no. This is back in the nineties, okay. and he just it was just one of those bad investment. Choices. That was actually a good comic back in the day. though. Okay. Anyways, yeah. So go on with the thing. Yes. All right. So as long as I could choose who I was cast as and somebody I'd like, you know, sort of a Superman or Blue Beetle, elongated man. I don't care. You know, a character I care something about. I'm giving you opportunities to make fun of me. I'm not, just, you know, okay, I good. enjoy all that. That's okay, fine. good. That's good. Um, I'd, I'd want to be that forever. I'd want to go down in history as the face, the voice. You say the name of that character, and you immediately picture me forever and ever. You know, okay. Um, that that's what I'd want. I, you know, kind of like um, for me, I hear the word Superman. I think of George Reeves, even though multiple people have played him. I picture George Reeves. Um, so that's that's what that's what I'd want. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you on that. If I could be the Robert Downey Jr. of Moon Knight, yes. That's what I want to do that. And Moon Knight would be great, too, just the fact that he hasn't been done yet. Yeah, so, like... And he's, he should be done by now. He really should. Yeah, so I would be totally into that. Let me be that until I die. Until you until, die. Until, well, not... Because that would <laughs> that would be weird. But until I decide that Moon I'm Knight too old to do those stocks. Actually, so. That's true. But, yeah, I'd be super into that. I'm right with you guys. I'm, I'm in it to the end. I can't think of any hero I look like, but if I look like one, I would probably say... Mr. Fantastic. I, no. Or Doctor I, Strange. <sighs> Either one. 
Yeah. I mean, you could you'd kill those roles. No, I wouldn't kill those roles. I mean, I'd be more <laughs> Spider Man or something like that, or Batman. No, no, no Mr. Like, Fantastic. Did you mean Uncle Ben just now when you said Spider Man? No, I didn't mean Uncle. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yes, I'm all in for the rest of my life. That's it. Now, of course, we say that, and then that first movie comes out, and it's trash, and you realize it's trash, and you're like, Ugh, can yes. I get out of this contract, please? Yes, forever. Shaq will be known as Steel, right? Forget about all his basketball or anything else. <laughs> sure, there you Shaq go. Shaq is Steel for the rest of his life. Why don't we have that career in my <laughs> right now? I'm, I'm the B-man on a podcast that like 30 people listen to. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's so we're okay. That's actually 30 more people than Saul Steel, so you're, you're, okay. you're solid. You're probably right. worth it. Somebody in, in Shaq's family saw Steel. That's true. Did you see Steel, John Paul? I saw five minutes of Steel. Okay. Just so I could say I've seen five minutes of Steel. That's... I flipped through it on my remote control one day and right. it was on cable. Oh, man, that's it's, rough. It's really... Yeah. <laughs> that's rough. I've heard. Okay. That's not one we have to even question, does it hold up? It never held <laughs> it up. It never held so. up. We don't have to worry about that one. All right, so we should probably move on. Let's get into the news just a little bit here. Does anybody want to do a little news? There we go. See, one of these days, I got you into the dancing part. One of these days, we get you into the Okay, so into the news a little bit. I'm a little more balanced today. It's not all DC news. That's crazy. It really is. It starts with Wolverine, everyone's favorite short and manium laced dead person who is back. I guess also Canadian. And Canadian, yeah. Uh, so with Marvel Legacy number one, he's back, but he's not back in his own book. Marvel is doing post-credit scenes now in a lot of their comics. They say key, I'm doing air quotes here, not that anybody can see me do air, air quotes, but, you know, I'm doing that. But whatever key issues are, um, certain key issues in Marvel Comics will have post-credit scenes mimicking the, you know, things we've seen in the movies. And they're going to do an ongoing Wolverine saga of why he has an Infinity Stone, what's his secret, and such, leading to some bigger mystery. So, I don't know if anybody Hooray. cares. So, how do you come back alive? I don't know. There's an Infinity Stone. Okay. That, I don't know how he died, either, so... Yeah, yeah that's true. Secret Wars, a lot of things happened. I was confused. Yeah, he's been dead for like four <laughs> years, though. Except during that four years, we had Old Man Logan from an alternate timeline, so it's not like he was really gone. He yeah, just wasn't wearing yellow. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he was just old. Just old. Just old guy. And somewhere he's out there pretending to be P.T. Barnum for a musical, but that's a whole other thing. I don't know. That trailer actually looked pretty good. So that's yeah, I'll go with that. Okay. Um, <laughs> second bit of news, much shorter. Uh, it is DC. Uh, Doomsday Clock. This is a follow-up to Rebirth from Jeff Johns and the first direct sequel to Watchmen. So uh, Jeff Johns, Gary Frank uh, have been working hard on this, and issue number one comes out tomorrow. Alan Moore totally not involved? Totally not involved. Um, I would love, honestly, not jokes aside, I would love if Alan Moore would read read it and give his honest opinion. Put all emotion aside and what does he really think of it? I mean, I don't know if it's going to be good or not. He I haven't never read, read it yet. But he won't ever read it, no. He, he won't. But it's from the early reviews, it's supposed to be fantastic. And they're putting all the care into it that Alan Moore put into the original. So we'll... We'll yeah, I think this is the book that I'm most excited for that I will never read. Just <laughs> I've just been so out of reading comics recently, but that is one where I'm like, yeah, that sounds cool though. Like I wanna, I wanna know, but yeah. I'll never read. But it. you don't read comics anymore, though, or? I mean, I, so I'm one of those people who still picks up books, and just, I just don't read. I'm so far behind, I can't justify. That's happened to me. Else, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Um, back to Marvel. The Captain Marvel, the Marvel version of Captain Marvel, and really the second or third or fourth or fifth, I don't even know where she lands, version of Captain Marvel, because it's not the one who died, and 
I don't know. Captain Marvel name is so screwed up because of all the differences between oh, yeah. Fawcett and then DC and then Marvel and back and, and Captain forth. Captain Marvel and that. Yeah, and all that. But the current Captain Marvel being played by, you mentioned it Brie earlier. Larson. Brie Larson. Yeah. That movie is going to be leading into Avengers 4 from what um, early reports are saying. Which is interesting because that's set in the 90s, right? Like, I don't know. I believe the Captain Marvel movie is actually set back in the 90s. It's got Nick Fury in it again. He's got both eyes. Okay. Um, really? Yeah, both eyes, but for whatever reason, that will lead into that movie. So going to be some trickery there or something going time on. Time travel involved? Yeah, who knows? I so. mean, you know, it's not like they don't do time travel in these things. So. Is the David Hasselhoff uh, Nick Fury a different one? No, it's okay. it's it's regular Nick. Well, I guess not regular. It's Nick Fury from Marvel now, which is Samuel L. Jackson, gotcha. which is okay. from Avengers. He's okay. got both eyes. And they're scrolls, so... That would, be, that would be really cool is if they do as a time travel thing and they have the current people travel back in time to that time. And, you know, anytime they're doing those time travel, they always kind of have those weird images flash up and people's kind of the screen kind of warps. You know, you do that, you know, uh, Wayne's World, you know, weird warps on the screen, all that kind of stuff. While the screen is warping, have a morph between David Hasselhoff's face and Samuel L. Jackson's face. <laughs> yeah, let's not acknowledge that movie. I was joking around for that draft. <laughs> it would be kind of cool, though, to do that something like really that. That was really bad. It was. Yeah, it was. That was steel level bad. No, I think it was actually better than Steve. <laughs> <laughs> did you both finish the movie? I did not finish no, the movie. No, no. Oh, so not not enough better to finish it, but no, better. No, Got exactly. it. Um, another bit of news. I think I've mentioned before that DC is doing their own streaming service next year. You know, Marvel will be following it up. I guess technically it's Disney following it up in 2019 with their own streaming service with Marvel and Star Wars and all right. that. But in 2018, DC is doing one that is DC-specific. The first two series are the... Um, third season of Young Justice and the live action Titans which have been a whole lot of casting news which is cool the third series has finally been announced Harley Quinn animated series with Margot Robbie doing the voice uh, 26 episodes unfortunately Paul Denny is not involved in it which I'd make it absolutely perfect if Paul Denny was involved that's just for the Disney one did they announce any new Star Wars show coming out do you know there's a rumored live action Star Wars show no kidding but there's been a rumored live action Star Wars show since the early nineties. Yeah. yeah. So okay. So who knows what ends up happening with that? I mean, it's just one of those one of those things. Um, two more bits of DC news. The last one lead into our main topic for today. So maybe we don't count it as news. So I'm completely balanced. Okay. Here, um, next nice. Monday, um, the twenty seventh, I believe that is. Ah, whatever the day is, I think it's the twenty seventh. Begins the four part DC crossover on um, the CW. Four, four of them. Supergirl, followed by Arrow on a special night, followed by the next night, Flash and Legends of Tomorrow, wrapping it all up. Crisis on Earth X, as our intrepid heroes are attending the wedding of Barry and Iris, and as always happens with superhero weddings, it gets interrupted, wouldn't you know it, by Nazis. Superhero Nazis from Earth X. (sighs) Nazis drive me crazy. Yeah, Nazis. Why did it have to be Nazis? Do they actually combine the world yet, Supergirl, or is she no. still a different world? They they just travel back and forth. So she happened to just come for the wedding? I'm assuming she's just coming for the wedding. Okay. That, that's it. Now, you want one piece of news. I'm guessing you... I just talked to you yesterday about this. Okay. This blows my mind. You tell us the most random DC garbage out there. Okay. Yes, it feels a little the, strong. The, the, <laughs> the, the Batman animated movie... Gotham by uh, Gaslight yes, is coming yes. to DVD. It is. I was trying to stay balanced today, and I had other stuff. But you've read Gotham by Gaslight? No. Batman vs. Jack the Ripper, Elseworlds story. 
I thought it was fantastic back in the day. It's okay. I just want a huge fan. It sounds cool. It, it is cool. Well, I'm glad you said it's okay because as a review, because let's go to Justice League. All right. So Justice League opened this past weekend. Yes. It opened a 96 million dollar opening, which is no no way around it. That's a disappointment, and it is weird. Either you or Nick won. Hard at work, Nick. One of the y'all said it's weird to say on opening weekend making 96 million dollars is disappointing. Yeah. It, it sounds weird to say that if you rewind, you know, a decade or so. Well, but especially since Thor just came out, and Thor's not really the bigger name of these yeah. characters, and Thor made, what, $30 million more, I think? And what's even weirder, we were talking before either one of them came out, we made a prediction. Thor is being predicted to make right at 100 Right. And I predicted 120 Right. And it made 122 opening weekend. Right. That's pretty close. Yeah. I, I'm pretty good prog- prognosticator there. You know, know what I, I said. Um, you, you, you're guessing somewhere between 110 and 130. Okay. I don't think you that's had a, an exact number. It's a big number. window, though, so it's, not it's, as it's impressive. It's 50,000. <laughs> no, but you were agreeing that it was, yeah. it was more. You just weren't sure exactly where it'd fall. So we were both right on, right on track. Okay. Um, and I was predicting Justice League would be 150 or more, which Batman vs. Superman was 165. Now I said it'd be less. Yeah, I think, I think you said less. But Batman vs. Superman was 165. Uh, Suicide Squad was 135, I think. Okay. I, I think somewhere in that, that general right. vicinity. Wonder Woman was 103. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in any other universe, in any other world, if you throw these heroes on screen together, there's no way they don't make a whole lot more money. Yeah, you're looking at Avengers numbers, you know, $200 yeah. million. Um, to some degree, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy with everybody for months and months or years talking about, you know, Zack Snyder, it's going to be horrible, split directors, it's going to be terrible, Rotten Tomato score, look how bad it is. Yeah, but nobody's seen it yet. Doesn't matter, look what the score is, and no, that see, kind of stuff. Like, I'm, I'm going to back you off on that one for a second. Rotten Tomatoes didn't release their numbers until the day it came out. But the morning that it came out, yeah. No, people already had the tickets at that point. People already decided whether they were going to see it or not that weekend. Well, people like me, definitely. Most people... But, there, but there's a lot of people who don't go buy their tickets early. <clears throat> they just go... Most people buy. pretty much knew the, by the weekend plans if they were going to see them or yeah. not that week. So I, I didn't I see it till Sunday. That's when... You day, saw what, it... What day we see it? We saw it Saturday. Saturday. Okay. Well, already seen I it saw once, it right? Thursday and Saturday. Okay. So, I mean, we both saw the reviews. Still went and saw it. <laughs> um, I saw... Yeah, I mean, it's true. I mean, the main reason I saw it is the fact that, um, you know, he's been through some stuff. I wanted to hang out with him a little bit, and I heard it was kid-friendly. So I could take my daughter to see this. A real so, quick aside, was I correct that it was kid-friendly It enough? was kid-friendly, yes. Okay. I mean, some parts were, you know, I could see her jumping in some parts. There's going to be spoilers in this. Um, yes. Spoiler to, alert. Yeah, plenty of them. Tune out now if you but don't yeah, want to But yeah, I mean, know. it was, it was kid-friendly. She, my six-year-old saw it, and she, actually, my six-year-old really enjoyed it. So... I mean, yeah, you're right there. Okay, Between good. all of us, kid I, I really was, I mean, I told you that I would have taken either of my boys to see it. Right. But I didn't want to just say, absolutely take her. I mean, it was, but I thought it was okay. Outside of a couple of parademons jumping out at you scenes. Right. And that was fine. I mean, she jumped back once, I think. I actually jumped back once myself. I think the trailer for the um, silent movie was scarier. The trailer for the silent movie looked, yeah, that looked awesome. I was like, man. I'm looking forward to that one. Look at that. We talked about that a little bit after, and yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to that movie. All right, so so in general, we got Rotten Tomatoes that came out with a thirty-nine percent score. I think it was right. something like that. Cinema, I think Cinema Score, or Cinema Blend, Cinema something or other. Um, they actually poll people as they come out of movies and get their ratings um, A to F, and they allow to do pluses and minuses or whatever in there. And 
on Saturday, he was um, tracking it at a B plus. Okay. Based on people who were, this is no reviewers. This is just people as they walk out of the theater. He was tracking at a B plus. To me, that's a much more realistic number than the thirty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, that's thirty nine percent is a serious F. I mean, that's yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's 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 way down below F. That's, that's summer score right there. Yeah. That's steel level. I mean, that's now steel is like I think eight percent something like that, but. Actually, I'm surprised Steel got eight. I mean, I'll double check that. Yeah, we're just we're just really ragged on Steel today. Yeah, it's, just, <laughs> it's not a bad movie, man. Um, but I, I think the B plus is more accurate one. But what what did y'all think? Just kind of general thoughts, enjoyment versus how you know. There's definitely going to be issues with the cutting and production stuff because of everything that happened during that. But just general enjoyment as an overall grade, I'm sticking to. You know, we get out the movie and you look right, right away so it's decent. I'll go any higher than that, it's decent. Um, to me, this is a definition of a C movie. Not bad. I don't regret seeing it. I enjoyed many parts of this movie. Yeah. I had a lot of negative parts of this movie as well, but it was C. Okay. It was a solid C movie. Um, I would say this movie, if I have to give a, a letter grade, I refuse. And instead, I will <laughs> give it a 6 out of 10. Um, it, which is still failing, but that's like average... Um, I don't think I hated it, but I didn't particularly like it either. It was okay. decent, yeah, as, as B Man said. Yeah. It was decent. I'm going the six out of ten as well. I mean, what it, it wasn't horrible. Um, you know, before we talked, I was going to see this movie. Uh, I saw it for other reasons, and when I saw it, I'm like, I didn't hate it. I thought I was going to hate it. Batman v Superman, I really hated. Super, uh, Suicide Squad, I was very disappointed in. But Wonder Woman was good. So yeah, I think everybody agrees across the board. Wonder Woman is still the best of the DC movies. Right. I don't think anybody anywhere disagrees on that. And there's some parts I really enjoyed, but overall, it, it, it was clunky. It was very clunky at times, and there was a lot of parts I didn't have problems with. So, right. for the record, I've thought about it more since we talked because I was having a hard time nailing it down. Overall, just across the board, I'd probably give it the same B plus that the general audiences are doing. Okay. Kind of like with Thor, I'm torn with Thor. The Thor story was great. I, I loved the core story in Thor. thought it was the best one. And if you could strip out all the comedy and just look at just the core story of Thor, one of the best Marvel movies, I think. But once you add in the full movie, all the ad-lib stuff, all the comedy and everything else they did in Thor, I hated what they did there. So I was very, <laughs> I was very, very torn on Thor that way. On this one, the core story I enjoyed. Is it like Casablanca, Citizen Kane level story? No, I, I think I compared it uh, the day I saw or the day after I saw it uh, before you'd seen it. I think I compared it to like one of the animated episodes. Yeah, you yeah. Did. We story, about it, yes. story wise, I think it holds up to an animated episode. Right, that's okay with me. I loved the animated series, so it was good, story yeah. was fine. The characters all were very believable as characters, except for one I'll come back to. But um, the characters are very believable. Did a good job acting. The effects were good. I enjoyed all of that stuff. The way it was put together between the two directors and having to basically Josh try to salvage something out of the, the Snyder stuff. In some places, he couldn't do more than just have a rough cut between scenes. And there was some and it rough didn't feel spots. that way, yeah. For the first half hour, maybe slightly over half hour, it was a little rough. But after that, I, I was into the story both times. Both times I saw it, that stuff went away. But both times, that first half hour, a little bit more. And I totally, I totally agree with you there. As it got going, I enjoyed it a lot more. Yeah, but there were a lot of rough parts. So and those are the parts that pull it down for me from being right. an A. Um, 
just enjoyment of the characters in the story would be higher, but that stuff did definitely pulled it down to a B plus for me. So as far as before we get into the review itself, as far as ensemble pieces, yeah. um, I'm talking about Marvel pieces versus DC. I'm talking Avengers one, Avengers two. I know you didn't see Guardians two yet, or probably ever see saw Guardians. Guardians. Saw Guardians one. Um, in Captain There's Defenders War. on TV. Right. Um, uh, sorry, there was a face just made. <laughs> Defenders by... was rough. That was a rough. <laughs> I didn't finish Defenders. So. I did I'm not just, enjoy that I'm at just all. Following right. along with the, the so, like, how would you rate Justice League compared to? Like, give us a rough order. Um, and what's your opinion, too, Matt? Of all the ensembles, Suicide Squad would also fall in there. Right. <laughs> Again, ensemble of right. pulling stuff together. Um, I would probably rate this and Avengers 1 really, really close. If you look at, and I don't mean quality of movie, I'm talking how the characters work together as, as an ensemble. Okay. Um, the writing was stronger in Avengers. I mean, it's all Joss. Right. Edited better, characters work better. Um, as far as their, their script and all that. But I think the characters themselves gel better in Justice League. And that could just be because those are characters I like more, but I think they were more balanced. I, I think you had a much more balanced set of characters who could each hold their own on screen versus half street level and half cosmic level okay. characters in Avengers. So I think the balance is better with Justice League and the writing and all is better with Avengers. And... Because I like DC more, I would probably go with the Justice League characters being a better ensemble. Movie, Avengers was a better movie. But I, just as an ensemble, that um, I haven't watched Defenders. I'll base on hard at work Nick's here. Facial Matt, reaction. Matt, Matt yeah. sorry, not Nick. Sorry, Matt. That's sorry, fine. you know what I mean here. It was bad. Hard at work people's face here. We all look exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Uh, and I am the, the Marvel fan, and Defenders was bad. I didn't finish it. It was bad. I, I want to go back and finish it because I, I like. Should I see Punisher first? I love Punisher, but I'm like, I watched two or three episodes. I'm like, I'm not enjoying this at all, ever. Those yeah, all three hours. Don't, don't watch it. it. Don't watch it. Don't, so I can, I can don't give that. them your views. Man. I can skip that and go right to Punisher. Go straight to Punisher. Okay. So, and Suicide Squad. I thought the characters are absolutely perfect in character. I mean, you had Harley Quinn, even Croc, and all the rest. I loved all the characters. They had the wrong villain, but I thought they worked well together. Um, Avengers 2, honestly, they, they worked a little bit better together as a team in Avengers 2 than they did 1. It's just Avengers 2 is a crappy movie compared to 1. Compared to 1. Right. I mean, compared to Steel, it's a masterpiece. But compared to Avengers 1, it was it was terrible. Uh, but I thought the characters actually worked better together because they'd been in the parts so much longer and had learned to work together really well. Uh, just to get to the thing, um, again, we have to leave you in a second. I, I, it was decent. Just League was decent. I still think compared to the Marvel movies, as far as the ensemble pieces go overall, it's below all. I could say it's below every single one of them. I mean, um, Avengers 1, I think it's my favorite movie, superheroes in general. Besides maybe The Crow. Um, Avengers 2 I thought was considerably better. Uh, Cap Civil War was one of the better ones. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ew. No, okay, Civil sorry. Civil War is... <laughs> close to a perfect movie and I won't stand for anything else to be said on this podcast um, I haven't seen Defenders and I'd put it below Defenders Guardians 1 and 2 were I thought were better now Defenders I'll agree if you caught that part of it I couldn't finish Defenders I really couldn't I never enjoyed any of it I saw okay. other than the small Daredevil scenes cause I thought Charlie Cox plays Daredevil so well so that's the only one you'd put Justice League above right okay. and I'm not saying it's bad because again 
those movies I thought were much just much better. Yeah. Um, it was right step right direction for Suicide Squad. Um, Suicide Squad to me, I'm sorry, was not a good movie. It was definitely a D movie. So I think that it's in the right place. I do feel that if we did this entire movie, that'd it'd be very different. Been so much better. Oh yeah. It's just that so much parts of this movie, especially with Zack Snyder, I can tell what he did it. It just drew me out because the scenes are so long and elaborate. I think this movie was the same exact movie under Zack Snyder as it is under Joss Whedon. It'd been a two and a half hour long movie with the same exact scenes. Just very according, long and drawn out. According to earlier rumors, his first cut was almost three hours. It was like three or four minutes shy of three hours long. That's painful. And now that doesn't mean even he wouldn't have cut it down some. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. there's always, every director has a cut that's long and then right. they have to trim it down, Joss including. But, um, yeah, I would love to see that three hour cut. No, I won't. Just <laughs> <laughs> no. well, see what the different vision is. I would, I'd love to see what that vision was to see, if nothing else, where did Joss improve? And there's the possibility that he screwed something up. Okay. There is that possibility. Um, this is a weird example. Um, do either of y'all ever see Driving Miss Daisy? Yes. Okay. No. no. Do you mind if I spoil something? No, you go ahead. Daisy? Okay. It's, it's I didn't think you'd mind too much. Point. Yeah. Um, it was based on a play, and the same writer wrote the screenplay that wrote the play. And during the, during the movie, the characters talk about um, how she goes and help, works in her husband's grave, but her son would like to have it in perpetual care, which means gardeners and others take care of the grave site. And... You know, she hates that, but she knows her son will have her in perpetual care before she's even cold. The end of the play has um, Morgan Freeman's character kneeling beside her grave, tending to it. Okay. Perfect ending. But the writer came along, and he didn't like that and screwed up his own thing. And in the movie, they're not doing that. It's at a nursing home. He's taking care of her right. instead of the grave. So even the best of stories and best of writers can screw up something. Okay. So... I have a feeling Jaws probably messed up a scene or two somewhere that I probably thought worked better. But Zach probably screwed up a whole lot more. Oh, yeah, I'm sure yeah. he did. Yeah. Oh, you, you yeah. looked at me. Uh, it would go Avengers. Uh, no, it would go Civil War, Avengers. Uh, you know, we got, like, Guardians and Avengers 2. You can switch those out however you want them. And then, like, down here somewhere, we got Justice League. And then, like, way down, way down, you got, like, Suicide Squad. and. Okay. And, you know... Defenders? Defen- Defenders is worse than Suicide Squad. Defenders, I, I agree. I could at least watch Suicide Squad. So, yeah, uh, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't disagree with you more about your ranking of them. Yeah. I, I couldn't put Justice League that close to Avengers. Um, but, like you said, you are a huge fan of the DC characters, so that, and, I'm sure that plays into and it. And I'll, I'll throw something there. Uh, man and I already talked about this, but um, something that meant more to me, and I won't say I'm the only one. There can be other people in the world who see this movie that had a same, a similar reaction. But Superman's back. You know, surprise, we already told you spoiler warnings. Anyone who didn't know Superman was going to be in this movie was an idiot anyway. We knew Superman was going to be in it. Wow, Sorry. Idiots. Yeah, I am. I'm going to... Wow. Superman was going to be in this movie. 20 years ago in John Paul, if I can help Sorry. Yeah, that's the way it is. Um, so he's back. He's at the farm. Um... Him he had and Lois a weird talk- CG lip. Actually, in that scene, I don't think he had the CG lip, did he? It, at at least one part of that scene, he does when they're, so they're back, like, but yeah, it's, yeah. It's, um, so him and Lois are talking. He finally gives her a hug after the whole, you know, I wasn't strong enough, and so on. And they're hugging, and then suddenly he kind of raises his head up like he heard something. You called mom. That one got me. Um, 
because my mom over the past couple weeks has had some health issues and such and that just that scene right there that got to me which is what I look for in any movie. I don't care whether I'm watching Driving Miss Daisy, yeah. Steel, Justice League, Avengers, or That was more of a timing thing, yes. I, I want something that makes me feel something, whether that's happiness, anger, sadness, you know, moving moments, whatever. I mm-hmm. want something that makes me feel. That mo- that moment of that movie, almost by itself, could have made that movie just you know, incredible for me. Okay. So that, that, and that's nothing that anybody else can get recreated for themselves. It's... Um, you know, everybody's going to have a different reaction on different scenes like that. Sure, yeah. So let's go to the positives of this movie. All right. Because there were a few positives. Oh, yeah. Um, let's start from Matt here, because I know you have a big list right now. I do. Okay. Um, I thought the way they characterize Superman at the end of the movie, like when they bring him back and stuff, was the first time in from movies I've seen, and we talked about this before the show started, I haven't seen Superman 1, haven't seen Superman 2, none of that old stuff, but since they've created the DC Extended Universe, this is the first time I saw Superman was like, oh, yeah, that's Superman. That's how Superman should act. That makes total sense. And not even just from, oh, I'm a Boy Scout, and I want to, like, good is, like, my thing. I want to make sure, you know, I can do everything I can for people, but just from a straight-up power level standpoint, this is the first time, like, you see Superman being very clearly the most powerful person Sa- in the room. Saving, oh, the hands build- down. saving the building full of people. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that like, that felt like Superman. Uh, you know, flying alongside Flash, Slowpoke. Yeah, know, exactly. And- like, that's that was that was cool stuff, and I was excited yeah. to see that. Um, and just the back and forth with the characters in general was all pretty good. Um, except for, I felt Aquaman got the short end of the stick. I felt Cyborg got the short end of the stick as far as, like, actual things they said that I remember. Like, outside of yeah, and you dress like a bat. Like, I don't remember anything <laughs> that Aquaman said that entire movie. Same with Cyborg. Like, it's, if it wasn't in the commercial, I don't remember what he said. Um, oh, you got to remember at least one thing that went in the commercial, though. What was that? Booyah! Yeah, I've, so I've been told that that's, like, a thing that he does. Animated series. An animated series, and yes. I, The I Teen don't... Titans animated. Booyah is his kind and of And I watched that, like, as a kid, but I guess I don't remember it that well. That, that was a Joss Whedon thing thrown in as a fan service deal I yeah mean, and, I, I didn't personally care if it was in there or not i didn't ha- i didn't mind it being in there and like i i liked flash i like the character they made with flash for a limited time <laughs> yeah eventually he wore on me i was like all right i i get it like this is okay too but, much flash yeah that. for the most part i i enjoyed flash and uh like this you know superman fight scene where he fights everybody like that was awesome yeah and like that that was very that was easily my favorite like fight That's favorite scene, scene yeah fa- probably just favorite scene in general like that was awesome. Um, shit, they showed us a Green Lantern. That was cool. We got a Green Lantern. Yes, and we did. I don't. Was he an actual guy from the comics? Like the one that they show? No, that that was like five thousand years ago or something. Okay. That was I a, didn't know if yeah if it was, it was whoever the Green Lantern at the was time that was. Was that Black Adam in the in the scene two opening scene shooting the lightning at him? I don't believe so. I think that was Zeus. I okay. believe. Because um, it had the Greek gods in there. That was it, when they said the old gods. They just it was Greek gods. They did have Ares in there for Wonder Woman. They even gave the actor who played Ares for Wonder Woman credit. How did they really? They might have just used footage they'd filmed from Wonder Woman to maybe to do it. But yeah, I mean, just cool. I would say just the interplay between the characters and stuff was good. Um, my list of things I didn't like was much longer, but that's not where we're at. So I'm gonna yeah. you know, <laughs> hand that off <laughs> to somebody else. Go ahead. All right. Um, a lot of the character moments. Um, I thought Cyborg they nailed perfectly. Would I love this? Would I now at this point want to see a Cyborg movie? Yes. Before this, did I want to see a Cyborg movie? No. 
because Cyborg has always been part of the Teen Titans or part of the Justice League or part of another team. Like the character never, at this point, the actor did a good enough job with what we saw. I think it'd be kind of cool to see a Cyborg movie. Would that be the first one I'd do out of all those? No, absolutely not the first one. But I would go see a Cyborg movie now. Um, I thought he got a lot better treatment than Aquaman. Yeah. Um, nothing wrong with the treatment Aquaman got. I just mean as far as volume of what they did with his character. You you got more into the emotional state for Cyborg. Aquaman is just there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jason Momoa has even been quoted as saying that he actually doesn't like his performance in this that much after having finished um, filming Aquaman. Because like a month before Justice League came out, they, you know, they, they finished the last bit of filming for Aquaman. And it's, he said, once you get the full story and the depth and the character development, he says, watching this is painful because he didn't be like watching the pilot episode after three or four seasons in of a TV show. Right. Sure. You know, that kind of, that kind of painful. He's the strong guy with the trident in this, yeah. but he's like a character in his own thing. So yeah. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, the character interplay, um, any of the stuff, you know, just like a bat. I can dig it. You know, I, I liked some of the lines back and forth. They, they seem to play off of each other really well. Um, you started lightening Batman up a little bit. Which, you know, there has been the complaint that Batman has gotten too dark over the years. And Batman even smiled. When Superman comes in, still having trouble with this guy? And punches Steppenwolf and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Batman even smiles. Which, I think he checks himself and realizes I'm not supposed to do that. Yeah. It's a very brief moment. Yeah, it was cool though. I do like that. I like having Batman smile. Um, I like some of the human moments. Him and Alfred talking and how he realizes that Superman's better at leading this because he's more human. Not because he has more powers, but because Superman is actually more human um, than he is. Um, I I can agree with you on the Batman stuff. I just wish those lines would have been delivered by somebody who wanted to be in that movie. Because he, Ben Affleck, the entire time looks like a guy who didn't want to be there to me. I was like, you were just phoning it in. Everybody else looks like they're having a lot of fun. Not you, though. You look like you didn't want to come in today. Like, every scene, I was like, what are you doing? Like, everybody's so happy, and maybe that's it. Maybe he's as happy as he always is, but everybody else around him is so much happier to play their part that he looks like he's not happy. It could be what you're saying. Anything I saw like that, I was interpreting it as he was supposed to be playing the character that's been around for quite a few years and is tired. And I I was interpreting it more of he was tired, not... Yeah, and I'm, I'm with you on that. I just, I feel like Christian Bale, I didn't like him as a Batman, but... In, you know, Dark Knight Returns, he plays that Batman that's been around a while and he's beat down from it, but he still looks like he wants to be there. Like, he looks yeah, like yeah. He, he embodies that character. Ben Affleck looks like, phoning it in, guys. You're paying me a lot of money, so I'm here. And again, it could be in comparison to Aquaman, who's like, I, I love being here. and Or Flash, I love being here. You know, like, they all wanted to be those characters they were. Wonder Woman wanted to be that character she was. And he just doesn't look like yeah. he wants to be there. I think Jason Momoa had the most fun with this character. I do think that. Uh, and I, that gives me a lot of hope for next year's Aquaman movie. I, I think it's going to turn out to be something really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I could go on and on about lots of stuff I loved. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it with this last bit. That's the music. Um, hearing the Danny Elfman Batman music two or three or four times when Batman would swing in. You know, at one point he swings down and lands there in front of uh, Commissioner Gordon. And you hear the Batman music. That was that was great, and the John Williams music when um, you know Steppenwolf says, "I'll make you see," you know, a believer in truth or something, and from behind him, Superman. I'm also a big fan of Justice, 
and you turn and dun 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 dun. Yeah, that kind of fired me up a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. Hearing hearing the the real music, um, that that was that, that was always great. bothered me that Snyder wouldn't use that yeah. for Man of Steel. It was a whole new character in this, and I'm like, I don't care. The music's still so iconic. Yeah, keep the music. Yeah, it's Just John it. Williams, first of all. Hey, but isn't that kind of the reason why you don't do it? Because he was making a Superman that was so different. Like, uh, this music sets you up for the Superman that you get it in the Justice League. Because he is more in line with Superman. Man, of still Superman was not Superman. So, like, I get it, him okay. not wanting to use it. But, sure, whatever. Well, it doesn't mean anything to me because, I, again, I don't know. Things I was raised in those movies, I think, that, that when I heard that music, it used to fire me up so much. I don't know. I, I was happy to hear that. Yeah. But so what um, about you? You, well, you guys pretty much nailed it for me. Um, so I really can't add any more than you guys already have. I can't add anything to that. Yeah. Well, I want to ask before we get to the negatives because yeah. there's negatives. Yes. Um, I want to add one more positive thing in the two post-credit scenes. I think both of those were great. I, I do. But one is a comedy and one is a setup for future. But a nice touch. I mentioned to you yesterday, mm-hmm. Matt. Got the name right this time. Yeah, you know, that's me. Um, you pay a salary, John Paul. I hope you yeah, help me do his name. Yeah, you know. It's um, just a callback to a few moments ago. <laughs> Callbacks are fun. Yeah. Um, Lex Luthor's suit. Is the same one he was wearing, or not he was wearing, but that Lex Luthor was wearing when Gene Hackman played him. Would you say that's a callback? That would be a callback. Oh, man, callback crazy in here. Or or an homage. See, I'm actually going with the positives and negatives for the future scenes. I enjoyed the Subban flash race. Yes. That's been acknowledged so many times in the comics. People always questioned. They're not going to answer it ever. Although they had him on the wrong side. Superman's always on the left and Flash is yeah, on the right. I actually, but anyways, because he looked that way and he pointed that way. Actually, that's not something I would ever have picked up on. That was something I read in some review that talked about. And they went through every cover of every race they've ever done. And like out of ten different ones, like nine of them, they're in a different order on screen. But mm-hmm. who cares? I don't care. It, it was cool, though. Um, I think Flash is faster personally, but that's just me. Um, the last credit scenes, I, I remember I looked at you in the credits I'm like okay well you know we didn't have the scene to come I said they don't they didn't have to have a trademark bad guy they don't have yeah. it Marvel has Loki Loki is the trademark villain so far in these movies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um they wait a couple minutes and I waited a couple minutes still don't have the trademark bad guy I do not like you didn't, Jesse. Get, to do, you didn't get to do him now, much now Deathstroke but, I'm excited for I like right, Deathstroke right. a lot my wife loves Mike Magnolia as uh she loves him from True Blood um I do not even remotely like Jesse Eisenberg as yeah, Lex Luthor. That's your problem. Not even a little bit. Not even a tiny bit. I mean, not I, even like if that was the only scene you'd ever seen him in. Say you had never seen him in any other scene and had no idea how he's going to play the character. Just because I watched how he played in Batman v Superman, I was okay. so and it wasn't his fault. He's a fantastic actor, but he he was so off. The character was so right. off. I mean, what I imagine Lex Luthor to be that no that killed the. Scenes. Although I will say, this scene, he, he played it very differently than he did in Batman vs. Superman. I know, but he's already been established as being that annoying yeah. character in Batman. See, even that, like, leading into the scene, his cell opens up, there's a, a gentleman standing in his cell, but you don't see who it is because right. he's got his back or whatever. Even that already had messed that scene up. Because I think Legion of Doom could be cool. Like, I'm into that. Sell me on that. But, like, they turn the guy around, and he, like, cackles. And it's just like, this is so, like... This is so comic book, so cartoon that it's too much. You know what right. I mean? Like I was like, this is too much. And then he's like, we should form a, a league of our own. And I'm like, oh god, that that's, hurt my heart. That's because it's the Injustice League. It's not the Legion of Doom. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. So, Legion of Doom is the anim- is the Super Friends and Legion of Doom. Sure. But since this is not the Super Friends, <laughs> 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 I 
if they're under sure. the ocean, John Paul, that head comes off the ocean. I don't care. That's yeah, I just it, it was just it was too it was too cheesy. Like it was a cool concept, and they could have sold me on it, but it was so cheesy. I was like, Ugh. Well, I would I could have almost guaranteed that was all Joss Whedon that final scene, except somebody's posted online two years ago. Zack Snyder was actually being interviewed and was working on a storyboard and showed off the storyboard, and it was almost that exact scene. Hmm. Small boat coming up to the yacht, Deathstroke walking up, taking off the mask, Lex Luthor sitting there. No words, so the words could have been written by Joss Whedon. Right. That scene was actually a Zack Snyder scene completely. I was just hoping they would get rid of Eisenberg and realize he was mistaken and move on with their lives, and they do not do that. Yeah, for a split second when they turn the guy around and he's a gentleman, <laughs> an older gentleman, I'm like, huh. Did they read? Oh no, nope. They didn't recast him. It's because I was I was hoping they'd be like, this is Father Luther, and and Eisenberg was Luther Junior yeah, or something. Should have gone Luther as the being a man. I would have been cool with that. I still want Clancy Brown to be Luther. Well, that's great. He was the voice in the animated series. Sure, yeah. He's good. Absolutely. I don't. Do you know that? You watch the animated. I do, but I don't know that guy. I don't know. He. Um, oh, he, Pet Cemetery, right? Um, was he in Pet Cemetery? Yes, he he, he, was he was the general that fought Grodd in the Flash. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah. All right. That's also a callback to Justice Herman, League. Because you had Munster in Pet Cemetery. I totally forgot about Pet Cemetery. Yeah, wow. Pet Cemetery. Okay, dope. we're good with that. They one. talk about Pet Cemetery in Justice League. It just all ties yes. together. Yeah, it does. They did. It does. That that was some cool lines. Oh, Pet Cemetery, Pet Cemetery. So yeah. let's let's go negatives. Okay, because there were a few. Yeah, many more positives that or no? Well, there's plenty, but no. Yeah, negatives. Um, you want to start off? Oh, man, sure, yeah. Okay. I'll start so it again, off. You're the, you're the one with the uh, list. Th- two or three. So start with two. two okay, two, I'm going to start sure with around. I'm going to start with a few then of of three, like you said. There are, there are continuity. <laughs> well, I want to give B man a chance to have some negatives, and you, I don't want you to steal them all. <laughs> there are continuity problems inside the movie itself already. Um, for one, Jason Momoa. Aquaman's like I'm just gonna tell these guys you're Batman. That's cool, right? And he's just he's just outing him as Batman. They talk about cyborgs, the mother box waking up after Superman dies, but the mother box is what they created cyborg from, so that didn't make sense. It was was just like there were weird scene cuts and stuff, and it was just like ah, this. And it's probably a product of those two directors, you know, like the way some of the things are cut together do make it seem like Batman fights a villain on the rooftop at the very beginning, switches to another rooftop, but then the villain is on that rooftop now to have that quip behind that actually, him, and I'm actually, like, I, I watched, don't understand that. I watched that, because I, I was worried about that the first time I watched it. It's like, how do you do that? If you watch it, he, the parademon circles around. He does come back, because you see enough scenes while he's in the air, when the camera cuts to above, mm-hmm. you can see the rooftop that he left from that has the villain on it. It does circle around back to the same one. I thought exactly the same thing, but I watched <laughs> well, this for guy that. hopped over to the next building. But yeah. I watched for that when I watched it the second time because it bothered me the first time. No, the parademon, he does. Okay. Oh, he doesn't necessarily steer okay. it, but he comes back to the same roof. Okay. Um, another thing that the. So you give me crap all the time about Civil War's plot, and you're like, oh, it doesn't make any sense. But, but talk about a plot in a movie that is horrible. Horrible. <laughs> the the parademon blows up for whatever reason. Maybe he, so they can't be interrogated, so he can't talk about Stephanie Can they talk or whatever. I don't, talk? I don't know. But when he does blow up, he literally gives Batman more information than he ever would have if he hadn't died because he blows up and leaves a map on the wall of like the cubes, and it's like, why would that even happen? That was a, that was a bad 
like plot device just to move it that forward. That was dumb. Yes. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. That was oh, dumb. Yeah. There's no question. And and they do a few more things like that, like uh, all the heroes fight and they leave the box over here on this on this car. And they're yes. just like, oh, you can have that, Stephen Wolf. We don't want it anymore. <laughs> Several people pointed that one out, and I read the reviews between the first and second watching. Sure. Because everybody kept all the reviews I kept reading kept saying. They left it alone for 12 minutes, 12 minutes, 12 minutes, on and on and on. Which is probably how much time was on the human watch sitting in the theater sure. from the time they left. However, during that entire time, Superman blasts out, throws the box somewhere. Okay. They, don't, they don't necessarily know where. They immediately go to check, is Superman okay? Is it Pet Cemetery? What's going on? And they're kind of involved in a fight for the next several minutes and have no chance to go get the box. The minute the fight ends, before they can even react... The box goes away, and I hear you on that front. Jump on that would be a valid. <laughs> that would be a valid way to explain that away if you didn't have a guy that can move so fast that you know a raindrop doesn't make it from his head to his toes. Oh, yeah. You yeah. just yeah. run over That's there and grab true. the box. That's it's true. just it, and it's fine. Like sure, whatever. Just don't have that as two different scenes. Like you have a fight scene, the fight scene ends, and then you have a scene where the the tube. What is it? Boom tube. The boom tube. The yeah. boom tube comes down and he steals the box. Like if you just mush those together, then you can sell it to me. Like oh, they were distracted, but instead you have this scene, and then the next scene is the boom tube. It's like again, could be that editing problem of having multiple could people be. and how they throw it together and stuff. It could be. And uh, it's just in general, like the plot itself was very very weak and. It was very basic. It was very basic. That's why I compared it to the animated. You had evil guy from Apocalypse mm-hmm. wants to get the three mother boxes, destroy the Earth, or turn it into a copy of Apocalypse. Superheroes have to stop him. I, I, that's, that's the basic plot. Unlike Civil War, not to get too much on that, but unlike Civil War, where the entire bad guy's plot was, all these things have to happen in a certain order that I have no control on, or my plot doesn't work. No, that is, that's not how... We're not getting into Civil <laughs> yeah, we're War. Not into we're not getting into Civil War. But even, like, I'm just saying the plot in general was bad because the superheroes kept making bad choices. Like, even just the choice to go dig up the box that Stephen Wolf didn't know where it was so you could bring back Superman didn't make sense. It was like, hey, he doesn't know where this box is. Let's go get it. Let's go get it for him, guys. How about that? And then we'll let him come just have it. And because like, we are in a time frame, I just can we post his list on Twitter feed? Because this is actually I'm I'm just looking through it right now. It's very impressive. It's, <laughs> like he did homework for this. I, and it's I mean, okay, that was my I think that was two, but you can go ahead. You can, um, well, my big thing is similar to how you are with Spider Man. Was these aren't the characters I know from comics. These aren't DC characters. I, I can't back you on that one. This Aquaman is not the Peter David Aquaman. He's I read some of that stuff before we started. I, I, he, he's he's not. He, he came across he, that way. He's to me. he's very surfer dude. He's very he's he actually more like Namor from Jay Lee for uh, Marvel. For a while. Yeah. I don't. I read this Peter Davis. I don't see it. Okay. I see a wild guy. Yeah, but I mean he's tattooed. He's just yeah, dude. Right on. Like no, that's well, that's not that. Updated for twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah. But yeah okay. This Batman is not Batman. He's, Plus, really, he's, he's really not bad. And he is worthless. But my favorite character in any comics in, in general was worthless this movie. That's, that's funny because I don't mean to interrupt you, but you said earlier you were you're kind of bagging on Avengers for like having that spectrum so they had useless characters. And then you were like, oh, this is well-balanced. It's well-balanced except for Batman is useless and Flash <laughs> is useless and Cyborg is useless. Well, I'm going I'm to Flash in a sec. Well, I don't know well, about just, just the whole beginning part. Okay, let the whole, finish the whole beginning thing is, okay, the guy's escaping. It was her first scene. I guess guy broke into whatever, stole something. He was stealing stuff from an whatever. apartment Whatever, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. That guy saw, managed to see Batman, 
which you never ever see in the comics. You never see Batman coming. Then managed to get his gun pulled out and get a couple shots of Batman. That would never ever happen in any comics, in any cartoon, nothing. Batman has a guy disarmed and tied up before the guy knows to hit him. That is not Batman. And the very, I don't know how you guys feel. I kind of want your opinion on this one. If Batman was not part of that last battle, would the outcome have been exactly the same? Yes. I don't, I, 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 don't, I don't think he made a big difference. I don't, he made a big well, difference. Entirely. He brought down the shield at the beginning. And, and it was, it was Flash would done himself. Somebody, somebody had to bring it down. Yes, he brought it down. He did get all the parademons pulled away from the central core. It takes them a while to all come back. But otherwise, if you'd had, what, was, what do you think? You are totally defensive. I love this. 500 yeah, parademons yeah. all in the middle of that battle? One, it wouldn't be fun to watch. I mean, right. Think about it. It wouldn't be fun. It's part of why I don't like watching football. Versus, I do like baseball. I want to focus on you know, kind of one or two people at a time. I don't want five hundred no, all in a battle. You. I get you. So having the parademons elsewhere and having a reason to have the parademons elsewhere. But that was really sense. the only reason he was in that movie, which is to get the parademons away from everybody else. He really served, like in the comics, especially. I was always impressed. The reason I always loved Batman was the fact that when he stayed next to Wonder Woman and Superman and Flash and Green Lantern, mm-hmm. he's a major threat. Oh yeah. And the movie, he was not a threat to me at all. Mm-hmm. Never once would he come up as a threat. But here's one reason that he was in the movie. It really is. Here's <laughs> one reason. Defensive, yes. Good. Yeah, one reason. They put the group together. Would anybody be together if he didn't put them all together into a group? Right. No, not now, at all. And, okay, well, again. That's, that's kind of important. He, he was a wasted character in this, and that's unfortunate because he is my favorite character. And that's what really upset me about this movie. Now, there were editing problems that even pointed out. My wife actually pointed out at the very beginning. Wonder Woman coming to see Batman. You know, you make a point to see his high, her high heels and that kind of stuff. And the second later, she's not wearing them. When the second later? is sometime later. I heard her say that. She was just in high heels. Yeah, that was like an hour ago. Were you, no, is she changed somewhere? <laughs> I mean, no, they were in the same exact no, clothes no, drop I can, off. No, I can, I, can say, I can say that part. Okay. Yes. Okay. She had uh, okay. more change okay. of clothes than Barbie does. Well, let's, let's, okay. She changes in every single scene, let's which get, is ridiculous. Let's get out of your defensive mode here for a second. She does. She changes I'm, everywhere. I'm just going to cut down to three. I'm going to cut down to three. Yeah. Um, and I think you guys might disagree with me in this one. I'm going to go over the top on this one. Flash... Is DC's movie, DC's version of Jar Jar Binks. He was so annoying by the end of that movie. I'm sorry. Beginning wasn't that bad. But then it was, oh, this is so cool, this is cool. What do you do? Listen, it just got, I'm like, I was like, oh my God, I, I can't stand you anymore. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. I want to go through the TV and strangle you. I think, it's, I think it's incredibly funny that all the early reviews, the people who are not the comic crowd, right. they were talking about what to expect from this movie and everything else. They were making their estimates and predictions. Mm-hmm. Everybody kept saying that Flash would be the standout character, the one that everybody loved. And it could be the general audience does. My daughter loved him. Favorite character for her. He was the only part of the movie I did not like. Now, within that setting, they wrote good lines for him. He acted them well. Um, Ezra Miller, just the facial expressions, like when they're battling Superman. and Though that scene was great. Hey, when Superman turns his so, eyes, and like, yeah, that so was an awesome scene. Whether you like the character or not, Ezra Miller played him great. I mean, for what he was supposed to be, he played him great. Um, that was not Barry Allen. No, the not same way I didn't like Spider-Man um, for this summer, that was not Peter Parker. This is not Spider-Man, See, or this is not Flash. Knocking into Spider-Man Allen. too much, that was Peter Parker. I'm sorry, that exactly. was exactly Spider-Man no, from the comics. Exactly. But this, to me, this was not Barry Allen. Um, um, Barry Allen is supposed to be a scientist... Very boring, very reserved, very intelligent, um, known for always being late and slow and everything else. And never living in a 
but a, a garage. Or yeah, that was that was it just was, so it, There was not flash at all. His own bat cave. He had a bat cave. He had a flash cave. <laughs> flash cave. Yeah. My bad. So yeah. I mean, I thought he like I literally, me at the end of the movie, he's making his lines. I was I'm done with you. I'm so done with you. Go away. Yeah, I was I was very glad by the end of the movie that the only one that is completely falling apart and who knows if they'll ever make it is the Flash movie. He has gone through like three directors now and yeah, you know it's still nowhere. I don't want them to make a Flash movie about that Flash. Now that being said, Caval it was a Caval. I can say his name. I don't know if it's Caval uh, or Cavill. I have no idea which way. You know, both those characters, uh, Superman and Wonder Woman, were so spot on. They were so spot on. Um, and oh, one more just negative here. They really okay. We, Superman, we knew Superman comes back. To me, at least, they seem like they really just pushed his resurrection. It's like, oh, these things have this power. Let's resurrect him. It, they, I would have done so much different direction with the resurrection of Superman. Oh, yeah. You, you, you not, wouldn't have made the heroes literally dig his body up? No, like, I, why, I would have felt why, so who, much better. Who wrote that and was like, that's a good idea. I would have felt put that so much screen. better if the boxes just exploded and somehow that resurrected him. And the thing is, it because, of how, like it was so forced. because of how big a part of the movie that was, I don't think that was Joss. Changing yeah. that. That had to be part of Snyder's idea. It had idea. to be part of his thing. Thing is, Snyder wrote Batman vs. Superman, or co-wrote with everybody, and included the heartbeat at the very end. It just right. makes no sense. So those two don't... That, you're right. Those two don't connect. Um, I was really expecting dig, dig, you know, great scene. Flash and Cyborg digging. Mm-hmm. Hey, where are the mistakes? That was a good scene. The two actors did a good job in the graveyard doing the um, body-stealing scene. Thump. Hey, there's the thing. They lift it out. And there's no body inside. That's what I was expecting. I'd have been happier. I know how you escaped that. That would have been know. way better, yeah. I mean, that was so hard with me. That was really a... That would have been better to have had him just resurrect on his own. Right. Um, and then we can get into more... I, I know you have a huge... No, 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 no. I mean, well, don't let my, me take up all the time. Well, my big negative was Flash. That, that was my main one. Second one I've already talked about. and We talked about enough, enough of the Flash part. But the rough edits and such, I just thought there were a lot of scenes that did not flow well back and forth. Like the janitor being taken. Yeah. Um, it was a really rough cut to go from one scene back to that. Okay, we saw the janitor a minute ago. And then we go and have a good scene and then cut back for the, what, six seconds? Show the janitor being taken? Yeah. It, it was really rough. I, right. I, that, was, yeah. that was bad. I'm with you. Um, so some of those rough cuts in that first bit of the movie uh, was, my biggest, was probably the biggest negative outside of The Flash. Um, and then just... Some of the continuity from Batman or Superman to this, things they change, like Superman should come back differently. Should and have. There's no question. We both agreed that Wonder Woman standing on top of the statue, that was definitely Zack Snyder. That's Zack Snyder. That was good. That was a cool piece, though, I thought. I no. bet it was three times you longer. Like that? No. I, thought, I like well, that. Well, I bet it was three times longer oh, absolutely. in Zack Snyder's cut. And I'm, I'm glad. I feel bad for what happened to him. Snyder's not a bad guy. I feel so horrible for what happened to him, but I'm glad he's out of the mix. Yeah, he he will not make another DC movie. I don't think. No, I hope he does. I really don't. I don't see how they'll ever give him another one. Um, anything else for final? I, I I mean, I personally, I don't. Y'all haven't said this, so I don't know how you felt about it. But I didn't think the CGI was very good in the movie. Oh, actually, yeah, I wanted to bring that up as well. My wife brought it up that it did seem CGI. It seemed maybe ten years ago CGI, where it just seemed so obvious it was CGI. There were only two things to me that came out across the CGI. I, because you just know it doesn't exist in the real world. It's Cyborg's body. Right. 
But it looks like Cyborg looks in the comics right now. So that didn't bother me. It's like they got the look right. I get to think RoboCop looks better than Cyborg. But, anyways, but, but it's a different yeah. type of body, and it's. I was I was okay with Cyborg's body. It's obviously CGI, but they weren't trying to hide it because that's just right. what it is. The other is the villain is 100% CGI, which I didn't realize it until earlier today when I was looking at the news. Mance Raider. The villain is Mance Raider from Game of Thrones. Huh. They, I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy who plays Mance. Gotcha, yeah. Um, and when you see a picture of his face mm-hmm. next to Steppenwolf's face, they actually did a pretty good mapping Did I realize of that. that. Good to know. Um, so just as a nice little side side thing, but even though Steppenwolf is very clearly CGI throughout the entire movie, they didn't hide it. They didn't stick it in just a little corner somewhere at the end of the movie, like Ares and Wonder Woman. But when you done with Hulk is done, where pretty much Mark Ruffalo is the Hulk in yeah. those scenes and just copy over him. I don't. I just didn't. Well, they I, did. The, yeah, they did the motion capture stuff. Did they? For him. Yeah. I just felt. Like, I don't know. I felt there was a lot of. CJ wasn't and it wasn't the, it wasn't even that like I wasn't hung up on Stephen Wolf because yeah obviously he's CGI it's like that Batman scene when he's on the roof and then you see the backdrop and it looks like one of the fake old Hollywood backdrops I'm like that looks bad or like the scene where Flash is running to touch the mother box as it touches the water like there's no texture on anything like just in general the movie it looks like if you go back to um Avengers, the first Avengers when Hulk and Thor are on the back of that flying thing. Mm. Like, the first time you see that, it looks good. You go back and watch that now, it doesn't look very good. It, it, things are a little janky, the way they move and stuff, and, like, this looks like that. Those probably don't bother me as much. Just, I care more about what's going on in the story. Kind of like in comics, I have really never cared that much about who the artist is in a book. I have artists I, I love, like George Perez, and yes, Jim Lee does a much better Batman than, say, Howard Chaykin or something, but it. I've always cared more about the story. As long as I was enjoying the story, I didn't really care as long as the art was fine. I'm fine is good enough. So I, didn't, I don't really okay. think that much about the CGI part. Even so far as back, y'all have probably never seen the original um, Superman serials from the 1940s. No. I know you don't see old you stuff. Know, I'm, no, you're not that old, John Paul. You definitely had that old. No, but I've, I've loved watching those. <laughs> well, you and I are pretty close in age, at least. Are, but, but I love watching, going back and watching those. <laughs> okay. uh, I had an old videotape uh, for a while, and DVDs and such. And... In one of the two, I don't remember if it was in Superman or Adam Man versus Superman, but in one of them, in order to have him fly, they would have Kirk Allen, you know, pull off the glasses, rip apart the shirt so you'd see the Superman symbol, and then duck behind a big boulder or duck behind the corner of a building or something. And then out would come flying a very clearly hand-drawn animated Superman. And he'd fly to wherever he's going and land behind something, and then Kirk Allen would step out in the full Superman outfit and they just decided, you know, we're just not gonna, we're not gonna do stupid strings. We're not gonna make it look cheesy. People know somebody can't fly. Who cares? We're just gonna do animated. Never bothered me. Okay. I've always thought it was just kind of cool that they just, almost like when uh, Bobby comes back and they reboot an entire season of Dallas. We screwed up last season, so Bobby's alive. And he steps out of the Never shower. Watched Dallas. And, yeah, but you know, when when a producer or director or somebody's willing to admit. This is just the way things are. Deal with it. Okay. It doesn't bother me. Okay. I mean, I can get behind that, but when other movies that are on the market are using just as much CGI and they just look better, like, that just bothers me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, does that stuff really matter? No, you get that you understand that this is a fight scene or whatever. There's a bunch of stuff moving. But when Thor comes out in the same month and the CGI and it is, like, noticeably better, right? Like, or am yeah. I am I well, just tripping? I do, wonder, I do wonder on the Thor, because you're right, it looked 
it looks cleaner and better. How much of that is because it's better, which mm-hmm. could be, and how much of it is because it's almost all in a very alien world, so you don't have reality layered with it. I mean, there may be something to that, but like that red scene at the end where they're fighting all the parademons looks bad. Like that, that looks like when, and it's it's just like the physics of how the people are moving too. Like when Aquaman is on the guy and he's surfing through the building or whatever, like the way that, that frame of a person they use, he looks weird and it's just like the whole person is CGI right yeah exactly and it just it it looks like the if you go back and watch the Matrix the first time like Neo does like a flying kick or something and you're like oh that didn't look quite right so I don't know just like okay I know we're running out of time here yeah we've had all the superhero movies of 2017 correct everyone's been yeah yeah. that's it we finished with the year yeah the only thing left is Star Wars Um, not the last question of the day because I have another one for that but uh, what was the best superhero movie this year it's not um, Best made was Wonder Woman. The one that I enjoyed the most, honestly, was Justice League. And I, I, that's what I said it would I be. enjoyed it. I actually told you that would be that a yeah. couple weeks ago. Yeah. Just, just pure, okay. I'm having fun watching it. But Wonder Woman, by far, I think, was the best made. And the other ones that came out, just to make sure we were... Spider-Man, Logan. Spider-Man, Logan. Thor. Thor Justice League, uh, Wonder Woman. Um, it seems like there's one we're forgetting that I'm... If we're forgetting it, there's X-Men movies in there. Yeah, X-Men probably. All right, no, because that was just Logan, right? Uh, was next? I guess what? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, um, Deadpool. Deadpool's no, last was year. Last was it last year? year? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so maybe there wasn't another one this year. Then. Okay. I mean, hands down, the best superhero movie this year was Spider-Man, right? I, that, <laughs> I honestly think so. Yeah, hands down, like easily. I, I, I can get, I, I I can get down with easily, you. Easily, I would say Wonder Woman is just as good. Spider-Man's a little better. That's ridiculous. That's a crazy thing to say, sir. It's not. I mean, Wonder Woman was great other than the fact that it really was a Captain America In case you didn't hear hard at Matt's whispering, he was saying that he really thinks Justice League was the best, but he didn't want to admit it. No, that's ridiculous. I haven't seen Thor yet. I have not seen Thor yet. Um, When I saw them both, I enjoyed both Wonder Woman and Spider-Man. The reason I say Spider-Man is better is the fact that I watched them both a second time, and Spider-Man stands down the better one. Just the fact that I can keep watching over and over again. Yeah. At any scene, I'll watch it. Wonder Woman does drag at times, and it really felt like a Captain America ripoff off to me. That end of Wonder Woman is what kills it for me. Like, when he, she fights Ares, and I'm just like, oh, I'm checking out. This doesn't look good. It, it, this is that stupid. That was bad, but up to that point, it was really good. Her crossing the uh, No Man's Land no was Man's awesome. Hands down, that was an amazing scene. Spider-Man was, in general, I think, a better movie. was the best movie of the year for superheroes. Nice. High five right here. We're, we're, we're giving <laughs> Woo! Now, right. best movie of the year, we don't know what... Take the word superhero out. We don't know yet. We're going to have harder work in um, Comic Book Brian come on and we'll do one big year review. Yeah, because we got Star Wars Last Jedi still to come. There's a good chance that ends up being the top movie of the year. I mean, there's a good chance. Is Spider Man going to be in it? What? The Star Wars Jedi? No, 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 I'm pretty sure no, it won't be the best. It, it won't be the best. <laughs> well, and there's a lot of movies. <laughs> they own the properties, maybe. It's true. But there's a lot of movies, you know, that were not superhero movies. That... Mine isn't, as of right now, mine's it. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved I did it a lot, it. too, yeah. I'm with um, you But, again, we'll talk about that as yeah. we get closer. But we got December. Coco coming out this week. Wonder came out this last weekend. It actually did right. much higher than expected. Wonder looks really, really good. Um, Murder on the Orient Express was okay. You saw it? Saw that. Saw that. It was you, okay. You didn't invite me. I was in Las Vegas. Yeah, I just couldn't have invited me. Yeah, I could have. That doesn't make any sense. You shouldn't have invited him to that. Uh, I I, I might have flown to Vegas to see you. Now, not superhero, but comic book. There was Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. 
Didn't I enjoyed it. it. It bombed so fast. It I bombed yeah. so bad because they marketed it so wrong. But it was actually a fun movie. I, I am still sticking with it right now. It was such a great movie. But again, let's, yeah, we're, we, 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 we over yeah, we're, we're over. So, do you have a B-Man question of the week for next time? Yeah, and we're superheroes here. Just, George Akai posted this on his Facebook a couple hours ago, or probably last night at this point. What was the greatest superhero opening when you first saw the character for the first time? Like Superman coming out of the rescue Lois from the, the helicopter yeah, crash. Those kind of things. What was just... Where you see the hero was, Yeah, the hero for his the first time, scene, yeah. and just fired you up. Like, this was great. This was the opening scene for this hero. What was the best, in your opinion? Okay. So Maddie, next you can right now if you want to. Yeah, if you want to. Uh, uh, probably the first time Spider-Man actually, like, swings through in the original, like, Sam Raimi one. Okay. Like, I remember seeing that in the theater as a little kid and being like, this is amazing. This is the best thing I've what ever seen. Were you chasing the guy who killed Uncle Ben, that part? Or? No, like, the very first opening. Like, with the first time he is actually okay. Spider-Man yeah, and, like, cool. his first swing through the city. I'm like, yeah, okay. Right. I actually thought he'd go somewhere else. Since you don't like older movies, but... From Spider-Man forward, mm-hmm. I honestly thought you'd go with Nightcrawler in the X-Men. That was Takai's pick. Yeah, that, that was, was mine that was cool. for a while. That was I, pretty I, cool. I might change right now, but yeah, we're yeah. good. I know, I know which one I'm going with. I'll answer next time, okay. but I know which one I'm going with. All right, so for John Paul. B-Man. Oh, hard at work, Matt. These are the old <laughs> Titans, plus one, and we're out of here. You can't see us, but we're dancing. No, you dancing. Okay, I'm dancing by myself. Dancing by myself.